Now, you might not believe this, but the career path of almost every super successful individual included having a job just like the one you have now. You're either going to or coming from work, so we might as well talk about it today on Your Way to Work. And now, your host, Ricardo Witte. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast show On Your Way to Work. This is Rick Witted. I'm your host, and I am sitting in the office of Paul and Perkins with uh, one of the partners, David Paul. How you doing, David? I'm doing well. So David is uh, someone who's dear to my heart. We have uh, worked together in uh, other capacities uh, for the past year, non-work related, and I've just found him to be a genuine great guy. So he's also very busy because I've been planning this for about a year since I've met David. So it's good that you gave me the space. I appreciate the time. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. So um, David, tell us a little bit about who you are what you do, and what was your career path journey to kind of get to the David we know now? Uh, I am, you know, first and foremost, a father and husband, but uh, professionally, I'm an attorney, and I own my own firm where uh, we continue to grow. And I I knew I was going to be an attorney when I was 10 Uh years old, and uh, I pretty much designed my entire life to be an attorney. Never thought I would be a, a businessman and business owner, but along the journey, it uh, it became pretty clear to me that was the right path, and I, I don't regret it at all. Wow. So now, you can, and by the way, an alma mater, Stetson University, yeah. which is also my alma mater, go Hatter. So Absolutely. I am uh, proud to say that. It's my first uh, Hatter interview, uh, so maybe somebody's listening from DeLand. Uh, so, so you started, um, I'm sure, in the in someone's workplace. Yes. Right. So, what was that journey, and, and where did that career path take you? You know, you know, my first big job was when I was in college. I actually I was giving a speech, and I had this moment where um, I realized I didn't know any lawyers, and it was uh, during the homecoming, and there were like 2,500 people there, and I basically said uh, if anyone can give me a job that would be great and it was <laughs> moderately funny when you were uh, 19 years old and I met a lawyer in Orlando who uh, who gave me her card and she said hey if you uh, if you need a job give me a call and I was 19 and I started as a mail boy uh, you know running around a mail cart in a large law firm and uh, and then when I was in law school, I worked at there. I got a summer job there. And then uh, when I had the chance to pass a bar, that was the first job I had. And it was a large law firm. And uh, frankly, I loved it. It was one of the best experiences of my life. Well, so how many years now have you been practicing altogether? I have been practicing for 20 years now. Wow. Wow. Yes. So you have seen some things. I have. And good, good and bad. Yeah. We can't get into those <laughs> yes. on the show. We'll stick to the career question. So I, I want to throw this at you. I, I was looking up uh, definitions in the uh, in the, the dictionary uh, as I thought about this show. 
Uh, and so the title, what we want to talk about, I'm calling career tattoos. I was working with a, a coworker, uh, kind of talking about this concept of reputation in your career and how that can really help you or hurt you. And uh, I remember her saying, oh yeah, I call those career tattoos. I fell in love with that. And so as I was preparing for this show, uh, I looked in urbandictionary.com and what I saw um, as the definition of tattoo was a permanent reminder of a temporary feeling. And uh, what was really funny was the, um, the context statement they gave for, for that definition. And it said, hey doc, now that I have a shot at a nice job, how do I remove this stupid tattoo? <laughs> and so, you know, when you think about it, are there really things in life that you can do that you may not even be thinking of right now, long term, as you're on that career path and the journey's starting to get really nice that you can regret? Yeah, yeah I mean, I think they're both kind of tattoos. I think there are the tattoos where early on you can you can get that literally it will be a good tattoo. It will be an indelible mark that will not leave you and change your career forever. Um, so I think there are good tattoos. And uh, I think there are tattoos that literally, and they're rare, but there are, there are those tattoos that happen and it's a moment and yet they stay with someone forever. Wow. Yeah. And, and I tell you what, I've seen a ton of that. So so do you have a story? Do you have a tattoo story out there that you could share? We don't have to use names. Sure. But any examples personally or otherwise? You know, I I have a I certainly have a good tattoo story, Great. which is, uh, you know, when I was um practicing law less than 6 weeks, I committed what could be a, you know, in an average career, it could be uh Epic fail, meaning yeah. a catastrophic meltdown. I, I literally total incompetence in a moment. And uh, there was a moment in the process when it became public. It was a senior partner of the firm. And there was the opportunity of what is this going to look like for the rest of my career. And I, I remember being mortified. Wow. So um, you put egg on the boss's face. Yes. Public, oh, that's great. Publicly in a courtroom in a big case, and it was all my fault. In the first three weeks. It was six weeks, but it, it, it <laughs> might have been the first day is how it felt. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and, and I, I, I don't know that I was consciously um, thinking through anything other than realizing this matters. You know, yeah. this is not something that's just going to go away in a day. And... Uh, you know, for me, the way I handled it was I met with the senior partner and I just said, I'm responsible, 100% responsible, no excuses, no dodging it. And uh, it created a mark and a relationship that today uh, he's one of my biggest fans and in in, in literally one of my steady sources of referral work. He uh, waves the banner of my practice for me, even though we're not in the same firm. And so that would be an example of a, what, what I would consider to be uh, a great tattoo and yeah. one in which I don't want to have removed. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a great story. And when I, you know, in my search is what preparing for this Oxford Dictionary, what the word you just said, it, it describes a tattoo as a mark, um, a, a, you know, uh, with an indelible design by inserting pigment into the punctures in the skin. So basically, this mark that doesn't go away easily. Yes. And uh, so it's funny you say that. 
And what, what I'm thinking about when I heard you, your story just, the word permanence just resonated with me. And in this case, great story, because in your boss's mind at the moment, there was something stamped into his brain, maybe even his heart about you. Definitely. That became permanent. So we still talk about it. Th- that's where I want to go. Every time we see each other. Okay. Okay. And and what has that done? You know, by way of result. You know, what happened as a result of you handling? Sound like you owned a situation, and you took responsibility for a situation. You know, I, I think what it did most of all is it it created an identity for him of who I was, and and oh, he decided. That early on that my identity was I was someone who may not be perfect, which we're all not perfect, but I was trustworthy enough that when I dropped the ball, I wasn't going to hide it. I wasn't going to run from it. I was going to come right at it. And and I would compare that to, I can think of another uh, person that I knew along the journey where early on his identity became very different. And he had situations where uh, when there was egg that was on someone's face, and it happens, um, he lied about it. Yeah. You know, literally lied about it, and then lied about the lie, and lied about the lie, about the lie, and and to this day, I mean, literally, we're 19 years later. Every person, you know, and he's still in in the same world. Mm-hmm. You know, um, his identity. People wouldn't publicly say that, but his his career reputation really is marked by by those that would say he's not trustworthy. I, I can't trust him because once that happened, it, it, people were just looking for instances. Every word that he said, can I trust this guy or not? So, on the one hand, I had a situation, and and, and I say I, I was fortunate to be able to handle it well. On the other hand, this other guy, the way he handled it was. Uh, really a character problem and that became his identity or his tattoo and still is literally still is to this day wow you know it's man this is really good david you know when i think about i was going to ask this question how important is reputation to building one's career but you you made a statement that i think really answers that you said it creates identity It, it it creates the identity of who we are and the thing that's so interesting, listeners, if you're hearing this, this is a great truth nugget. Uh, your identity goes before you, and it follows you. And uh, depending on you know how much it impacts somebody else, it can be seared for life. Uh, and so I'm thinking about the guy here that didn't handle it the right way, that didn't have ownership, that lied, and this guy was marked. And here we are two decades later, and he's still marked. My question to you, uh, and I know I'm off script here, but can you remove a mark? I think 99% of uh, categories of marks can be erased. In, in general, if, if we own up to problems, if we, if we step into mistakes, people inherently, we want to forgive other people because we want to be forgiven. We want to believe that when I make a mistake, I can step in and say, hey, I did this and I did that. We, so, so I think most marks can be removed. I believe some marks, and maybe it's not 1%, it's 2%, right. cannot be removed. And I think those are when it relates to your character, and it's a genuine character issue, it's very hard to remove that mark. Very yeah. hard. 
Yeah, you know, I've I've uh, can't uh, I've had a, quite a few interviews to this point, but I remember uh, I think it was Dr. Acosta who I interviewed, who he summarized loyalty in terms of the workplace and how a business owner would look at their staff. For him, loyalty was equal to trust, and so what you're saying it, it would kind of go inside where he's at uh, from the concept of you're not loyal to me. There's no way I could ever trust you. Because you're not your character is questionable, and, and I would say I would say that that loyalty might be one that can be removed. Yeah, with uh, authenticity and repentance, for lack of a better word, gotcha. you people betray people. You yeah. know, we're all we'd like to think we're of perfect character, but there are going to be moments where our loyalty is not perfect. Right. So long as the response to that is authenticity, right, honesty accountability and repentance like I'm I'm, I'm shifting I'm changing. I'm changing the way I, I I know I did this I'm sorry yeah I, I think the value of I'm sorry I apologize you know as erasing a career tattoo is indispensable I don't think it can be erased by time um, I don't think they can be erased by you know just covering it up a little bit. But I believe the eraser is uh, authenticity, just being real. I think it's a, a sense of, of a, being accountable and um, changing. The ones that I think are irremovable is when it's a betrayal or a dishonest act, and then there's a cover-up. Mm-hmm. And you try to put the the person tries to put a bandaid over it or tries to put a gauze over it or whatever you know they're they're doing anything they can to not have it be public, and believing that somehow that's going to cover it up. Those are the ones that they do not go away. Yeah, you know I've met people like that in in the workplace. I've worked with people like that. I've worked for people like that. Mm-hmm. And people like that have worked for me. Where And there's some telltale signs, I think, of those kind of people. So there's an issue going on. And, and the only thing that they're typically out to prove is how they were right, how, that, how they actually were, were correct. And I, I think the problem with that, if we're looking, if we want to put a name to the mark, so I think the tattoo that you get there, there's a couple. One is a, a, a sense of selfishness. One is a sense of self-righteousness as well. And in my mind, that's a tattoo that really makes me leery. It makes me hard yeah. to engage that sense of self-righteousness. And then the more ugly one is is the one which is, I'm deceptive. Yes. So, so it is, I'm not just self-righteous, I'm, I'm, I'm not just, but I'm actually trying to deceive the world from seeing what I did. Yeah. Because the challenge with that is, as, as an employer now with a lot of people that look to me, if I believe that an employee is going to cover up or uh, try to put a Band-Aid over a wound mm. on when they do something to protect their own brand, their own uh, reputation, if I believe that, I have to be constantly looking at what they're doing and worrying, did they make a mistake? Is there a problem? What's the issue here? And and frankly, most people who are managers or owners of we don't have time you know we you hire people that you're trusting they're going to let you know when they make a mistake so when it's deception and cover-up to me that's the mark whatever the underlying issue is when it's 
covered up in any kind of deceiving way, uh, I believe that's one that's very, very difficult to remove. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. You know, it's like you use the analogy of a wound. And I think, uh, listeners, um, if you're in the workplace, you've got to remember if, if, you're, if there's a wound that occurs in the workplace relating to you and or what you do, you've got to also realize that is a wound of the workplace. Yes. It didn't just hit you. You are a representation of the, the greater work that that organization, that company, that business is doing. So to cover that up, you just heard from a owner here saying, I just took a shot from you. I didn't even know it. And you tried to hide the blood. I, I, I just thought it was a great analogy in the way you, you described that. And, and what happens if you think of like a wound that's infected? so long as that wound is out in the open and there's air that gets on it, yep. the, the wound's going to heal. Most of the wounds are going to heal. But if you cover a wound that has an infection in it, it literally will fester and spread. Yeah. And that's what happens with a character issue that then gets covered up. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't slowly heal itself and go away. The, the person who has it may have an illusion that, that, it, that it's okay. But the, the truth, the deeper reality is it's just festering and it's, it's just growing. And, and the longer it grows, um, the more pervasive the tattoo really does become on the person's life. Yeah. So, guys, we actually are talking about careers, not uh, ER here. Um, <laughs> so, so let me ask you this question, David. As an employee, now take off the, okay. the big boss hat right now. As an employee... What didn't you know about reputation then that had you known, you would be in such a different or more stable or better, whatever word you want to use, what didn't you know about reputation as it relates to your workplace and career that had you known that then you'd be a little ahead? I'm trying to help the listeners get a head start from wherever they are right now. You know, I think one of the things is that the bigger picture is that the people that are around us, it, it, we may feel like we're in an organization temporarily. Um, we may think, well, I'm moving on and I'm going to go to this job or that job. If it doesn't work out, just perfect. But all of the people that are around you, we are incredibly connected. You know, um, the, 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 the manner in which people that I knew literally 25 years ago that are all around the country are still in my life. And in, in either positive ways or negative ways impacting me, I never thought about that back then. Wow. You know, in particular, I think about when I was in, you know, working for a large firm, I wasn't thinking about how my reputation with a guy who worked in a totally different department that I wasn't working with, why that might matter. But but now, you know, 18 years later, 20 years later, I realize um I still interact with those people in different subtle ways. So one of the things I didn't know was the connectivity of relationships and the and the and the form of strategic relationships that we are building, positively or negatively, um, they matter. And 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 it's not something where we move to a different company or we move to a different organization and now those relationships, well, we can just start fresh and it's it's totally clear. We will interconnect somehow with all those people, even when we're just starting our career. Yeah, this big world is really small. Yes. And uh, if I'm hearing you correctly, a, a reputation isn't something that goes away. That's true. It, it has to be tended to. 
if if it's bad right now, it's got to be tended to. If it's good right now, there's got to be a lot of upkeep to keep it that way. It sounds like that's what you're saying. Yes. And the and the second thing that I would say, by the way, that I just didn't know, uh-huh. um, is that I'm going to have a reputation. It, it's not like I choose to. Ha- I, I choose. Am I going to have a reputation or not? I'm going to have a reputation. So I might as well consciously think about what reputation am I really trying to have? Now, let me be sure I'm that person. Let me be sure that I'm consistent with the values of the reputation I have. I just didn't think about that. I wasn't conscious about realizing um, that we are all going to have a reputation. We might as well consciously choose what's that reputation going to be and then be sure we're living that out. Yeah, that that's good. A reputation is being written whether or not you want it to be. Yes. And uh, you know when a person's not conscious of that by just listening to the things that may come out of their mouth or the behaviors or the actions they take. I think I think that's a great great point. Let let me ask you another question. Now as an employer, right? How has your reputation benefited you? Uh, in in the environment you're in right now, uh, for for me it's everything. I mean, I, I in my world, I'm I'm 95 percent um, referral driven. Mm-hmm. My my world, I, I I'm I'm not going to the consumer uh, to get work and clients, and and so they're all relationship driven. That's a good and, place to be, by the way, as well, a business owner. Well, and and the truth of it is that the bulk of the referral business. Um, came from relationships that I was building long, long time ago, not even thinking. I'm building relationships that are going to you know, help grow a law firm 18 years from now. No, I just was building relationships. Today, those relationships literally fuel my business. I mean, and, and I wasn't conscious about it. So in terms of reputation, if you're ever in a world where it's a referral-driven world, where you're relying upon other people to connect you with your clients, reputation's everything. It literally is everything. And when you get other people who are your cheerleaders and they are cheering for you, it is like jet fuel for your business. So what I hear there, and I love that, Reputation is really the building reputation is really the art of relationships. Yes. That's what it sounds like you're saying. Yes. Yeah. That, and that can be a big miss uh, for people, um, uh, good or bad. Uh, and I'm just thinking about some of the relationships that I've developed. And I, I, I say this all the time when I'm talking to young professionals not to take the time to build a relationship with your managers or your your peers or um, others around you in different, even if they're in a different industry altogether, but they've got wisdom, not to invest in those relationships. You risk just losing valuable truths that could really help set you up, not, not just as an, a worker, but as a person. And to your point, many of those things will come full circle. In shocking ways, literally in shocking ways that you're sitting there saying, how in the world did that relationship that was, I invested in 19 years ago, is it is it so vital to me today? And, and I wish I was more conscious about it, and I'm glad I have it in spite of that. Yeah, and I, and I, and I always, oftentimes, 
the biggest decisions or discussions about you and the trajectory of your career occurs at places you don't get to sit at. Yes. And so not to have invested in those relationships at those times when you were just doing the job every day is a big miss. It's a big miss uh, because now, and I, I, I never thought about it, but as we're talking this out, the tricky thing about the career tattoo or the career reputation is you don't get to be the bullhorn for it. Yes. You yeah. create it, but you don't commercialize it. And the harder you try, the the less you're really achieving it. Yeah. The other side, the people that are out there trying to be their own billboard, the further away from achieving what they really want. Yeah, that's, I, I, you know what, I think we're out of time. So I'm hoping you're going to stay with me on the other side of the hour here for our show next week. Um, I, there's just a great, great bit of resource that I think um, our listeners can glean from this. You mind staying with me until next week? Be my pleasure. Great. Well, you can work in between, but we Thank will you. come back for the <laughs> listeners. You've been listening to uh, On Your Way to Work podcast show. I have David Paul, who is a attorney in the, uh, the, the Orlando area and uh, practices worldwide, nationwide. I've heard a lot of interesting stories from him. Uh, and hopefully you, you, you understand now why I'm, I'm talking with him. Uh, he and I have had these types of conversations quite often, and I knew he would be an absolute blessing for our listeners. So stay tuned with us next week. and You'll hear part two of this conversation around career tattoos. We're going to talk a little bit about what are the deadly tattoos to avoid and what are some of the crucial tattoos to have as it relates to reputational marks on your career. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, thanks to my producer, Christian Witted, my right hand, left hand. Could not do this without him. And a big shout out, congratulations to him for being the national gold medalist for the audio digital competition at the National Skills USA competition. I'm proud of that boy. I just got to say it. Until next week, if you have any questions, any comments you don't agree you do agree or you got a question that you may want me to make a house call on go to rawitted.com and leave me your message until then we'll see you next week bye-bye